Hey everyone and welcome to my podcast Out of Sight. I'm Sarah and no matter who you are, where you're from, what you look like, this is your safe space. Here people come to tell stories, share experiences and use their voices for the greater good. The vision is always to inspire one person every episode. If that's you, remember to give me a follow and maybe I'll see you on here soon. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode. Today we have Erin Rose on, Erin Rose Kane, also known as Rosie, Erin, Rosalie. <laughs> so many names. So yeah, we're just going to, kind of like the one me and Therese had, just like a gal's chat, big things happening for Erin Rose, mm. and yeah, let's just get into it. Do you want to introduce yourself? Big moves. Well, hello everybody. Um, My name's Erin Rose, and I don't even know what to say on this here, this is just so weird. Um, yeah, for those of you who don't know me, I am from a place called Galbley in Ireland, in Tyrone, and yeah, I moved over here um, about a year and a half ago, last January, but yeah, made besties with this one whenever I moved in, in this January, wasn't it? Yeah, mad. It's mad to think about it, but... Yeah, um, well over here, see this is where like I don't know how to jump into things and what I do, because I do that many different things. Just go, go for it. So, this is a woman of many talents. Talents, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so over here, I'm a primary school teacher. I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know, about time, just came out of my mouth. Um, so I own my own marketing business, um, do different marketing things for different companies, what else? Um. Yeah, those are the main two jobs over here. I play football. I used to do Irish dancing, and now here we are on a first podcast. Erno's is the busiest. Is the busiest gal in the house. Busy gal. I know. I don't know what here. to do myself now that I'm off for a week. Yeah, it's mad. So how did or when? Why did you decide to move to London? Um. So it was actually like a really funny story that. I originally wanted to move to America first and it was during the peak of COVID so I got in contact with my cousin that lives over there and he basically was like oh you know like in order to get in without the vaccines or anything you need to have like a specialised job basically that you work for the government so either you're doing nursing or teaching um, or something along those lines so I was like do you know what this might be my opportunity to go and do teaching because I always wanted to do it um, but just never got around to doing it whenever I was in school I went down the business route instead um, but yeah no um, me and my cousin went to a Dermot Kennedy concert and the same night she was like oh there's courses in London that you can do that start in January because mm-hmm. I, I was out of uni for about six months and I didn't want to start another course yeah because you know when you're like in that much debt already and you're like it's a oh, I can't be bothered going back into this here and you don't know what else is going to happen so I went and looked it up anyway and obviously the, the costs here compared to home are insane who are doing a wee jump <laughs> <laughs> the costs are insane so yeah. I was like you know what I'm going to pull out to the universe there and just see like if it's meant for me another manifesting gal. it'll come for me I know this house is just yeah, I love Full it. of free spirits. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, like, I just I seen it online and I applied for it. But, again, it's 
it just came very quickly because I didn't expect it, you know, to come back so quick. So I think I applied for the uni and about an hour or two later got an email to say that I've got an interview. So I was like, just right, okay. Um, I'd never done teaching, so I was sort of hemming in hand about the whole thing and the process was quite long. It was a bit daunting because like, you have to do a lesson plan, like a mini teach, and I was like, I have no idea what this is. So I was going and looking this up on the internet, what it was, um, and giving myself basically pointers on it. But yeah, I'd done that. So that was like two days after I had applied for it. This was in October, I think. Um, or just near the start of November and the day of the interview I was like right I'll not hear back probably for like a week or so an hour later I got an email to say that I've been accepted so I was like Jesus right okay the universe really you're you're moving really fast here (laughs) moving mad moving mad things like um and yeah I mean like it just happened like that there Mm. you know so quickly um so I basically only had a month at home and then I had to move to London. Mm-hmm. Me had no idea who lived in London, where I was going. Um, and whenever I did move over the first for the first week, I lived in a hotel. Did you? Oh, I lived in a hotel in Granite for a week. Did not well, it. lived, I said stayed. Did not live <laughs> Yeah, so because I, had, like, I actually had nowhere to, like, nowhere yeah. to go. I Obviously I knew that um, Shane and Melissa was in Paddington, but that was so far away from where I was meant yeah. to be. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, see, obviously, the, the I think that the only thing that was holding me back was the money end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, London's like spenny. It is a spenny, like. But mummy came over. Mummy and Jim came over. And they found my first house that week that I was staying here. And only for them, honest to God, I don't know where would be. Yeah, what you would do. Yeah, you need that, like, help as well, I think. Yeah. Um, I think that that was the start of it then, and um, I feel like I'm talking so much. Here. No, that's that's the point of coming on a podcast. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, well, that was um the start of that, and obviously I kept the marketing on the side because the tuition fees and costs like they weren't mm-hmm. doing anything for me. I mean, like the rent was eight hundred and twenty five alone, and then that's not even including you know your your traveling or your Bills. Bills and obviously you know when you're young playing out in London out every weekend on it's the not on the, street. oh, knows <laughs> the streets were calling yeah Jason no like I was I think I just went a bit mental but you know what it was honestly the best year of my life yeah wouldn't change anything so um your first whenever I first moved it was like I think I can be here with like three to four thousand pounds like, like, I mean, like, that's more than what I came over with, so you were doing so well. <laughs> so well. No, like, I was shopping in Tesco every day. Like, that was like, where's my grocery shop? I remember everyone was kind of looking at me, being like, oh, it's gonna hit her. So, you know, too like, good for Lidl. <laughs> literally too good for Lidl. And then it wasn't working for like, the first two months, was out, was out doing everything, out seeing shows. And then, like, two months, I was like, oh, like, this is not good. But I think it's just like trial and error. And, like, you just have to try. Yeah. I don't think you can come here with a plan. I think you just have to literally, like, you can come with a plan, but like the chances of it going the way you want it, like nothing really that I had set in winging stone. Winging it. Yeah, winging it, exactly. Yeah. Me and I know how to end up sharing a room for two months. Yeah, that's a great story, isn't it? That was. <laughs> Looking back now, I'm like, honestly, I don't know how we didn't kill each other. No, same. But like, 
it was we very, probably could have shared it for another two months after that it was very smooth like it was so smooth yeah well I mean like I went to sleep at maybe half nine ten o'clock every yeah, night true you're an person life so, so basically one of our housemates was leaving and trying to Charlie and um bearing in mind he was supposed to leave at the end of January when I was supposed to move in here and he didn't leave till like the first of April yeah so he's not leaving yeah. in January and then shit happened Erin knows was basically out of her own place because thinking she was moving in here so she got here there was no room for her and I was like oh sure come on in with me so we literally shared this room for two whole months yeah and it was actually fine like no issues at all I think there was one day where I cried but it wasn't because you were here it was because I just felt like claustrophobic yeah and you started Erin was gonna if you're crying I'm gonna cry <laughs> oh oh I I'd say the amount of tears that we've shared on that bed's mantle Honestly, we're not sad people, I'm just saying. Just too emotional. Just yeah. like crying. Oh, God. Yeah, I've been here a year now. For everyone listening, this is my... Actually, literally a year today, 27th of July. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Very strange. And it's, I actually just done a... I was talking on TikTok there about how I've been here a year and I'm only starting to meet new people now. Like, mm. it's took me this long to meet new people. So, I think we'll just like base this episode on, like, advice for anyone that wants to move. Because also, Erin Rose is leaving... <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. On Tuesday. Oh, jeez. I know that's why I turned it Off to Dubai. Are you nervous? <sighs> no, I'm shitting myself. Do you know what? By the time this episode's out, you're going to be gone. I know. Oh, don't. Um, I think I'm shitting myself more. I, don't, I actually don't know why, though, because I, I, everything's sorted for me. You know, like, you, you I've no worries. Yeah. Like, say the worries that I had moving over here. I don't have them. Yeah. Which is kind of freaking me out because yeah, it's like everything's sorted it's like set in stone it's like you nearly think that you need to have something to worry about yes oh my god fact I, so I don't true. know if that's just me or like no, I, think that's, I think whenever everything's going really well for you for everyone it's like not for everyone but yeah most people everything, everything's going well we're just like programmed to be waiting for yeah it's not bad to happen which is such a bad way to think it's it so just, bad just allow it just like, take take all the good I know. Same, same. Thanks, universe. Yeah, thanks, universe. Keep it fucking calm. To make it so easy for me, instead yeah. of being like, oh my god, I know something drastic's exactly. gonna happen here. Like, yeah, no, I think that's just the way a lot of people are. But yeah, I would just receive, say thanks, have your gratitude, and crack on. Go for it. Yeah, I mean, like, like that's the thing. You know, I do think this past week, though, actually, not that I, the past two weeks, you've seen me go through up and down and. Spiral about forty million times. I think that's normal. Like it's a big. Yeah, it's it's strange. Yeah. It's strange so like in a way that I'm excited, but I'm also sad. Yeah. Like sa- I think sad in a good way. I think it's whenever you're you're leaving a lot of stuff behind because I know like even my daddy was like, whenever I th- was thinking about applying for Dubai, he was like, "Why would you want to move? You know, like you're so settled in London." And that word settled just triggered me. Yeah. I don't know why. I was like, not that that I don't like being settled anywhere, but it's like you're settling for something that, like, is mediocre, that Mm -hmm. that's what your life is. You know, there's more. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... I think that's normal. Like, it's the same with, like, anyone. Like, same whenever I was at home. Like, I was very comfortable at home. Yeah. But, I, it was like, I think whenever you get to a stage, like, if I got to a stage here where I was like, 
I've tried every avenue. I'm like out of my comfort zone every way. Like the way you are, like you're very like outgoing. Like you've done, you've met new people. Mm. You've had a relationship. You've had your job. Like you've done. I feel like you've done everything you want to do here. Yeah, yeah. And I think if I got to that point, I would be like, yeah, it's time for the next chapter now. Mm. Because you said like, settling. I mean, if you have that urge for something more. I know. And we're still, you're so young. You're 24. I know. Isn't that that's mad? I know I keep saying videos where it's like, you know, you're still in your twenties. Like I know we sit, we sit in that kitchen and we be like, we're oh so my old. god, we're so hard on ourselves. Yeah. You know, like yeah, we're literally still young. And I think that is a thing. Yeah, even like for obviously anyone that is listening for, if they're looking to move away, just do it. Literally. Like, there's literally nothing to lose. There's always going to be a home for you at home. And like, come back, we'll yeah, and I think that's the thing that I know about he- London as well. You know, like if I ever want to move back to London, it's always going to be here. Yeah, like might be under different different circumstances. You know, like the same people mightn't be here, but it's still going to be the I'll exact be same place. I'll be here. Uh, you need to be. <laughs> Maybe not in this apartment, but I'll be like floating about somewhere. <laughs> we'll walk past and when we'll have the the children and be like, we used to live in that house. Oh, I still do. My house in Belfast, I literally have always said when I have children, I'm going to bring them to 56 Palestine and be like, yeah, this is where it happens. This is where shit went down. <laughs> I, was, I was iconic in Belfast. Oh, yeah. Um, Living the dream. Yeah, so true. Like, I, I, oh, this is, I find it so frustrating whenever, not frustrating, but whenever people say they want to leave, but there's like all these reasons why they can't and I understand like there are situations where people literally can't leave because mm. of whatever but whenever I see someone that actually can and it's just the fear of being scared like being scared which I get but I'm just like oh please just do it because it's literally like the best yeah like just take that ever. jump like it's the best thing in the world is like getting away I think getting out of your hometown for even like six months can change your perspective on life so much insane insane I know and I, like not like it's so bad to say that I do feel sorry for people that are like that but like that are they feel like they're stuck yeah and they can't go anywhere yeah even if it was like i know some people there that have moved down to like go away in dublin mm-hmm. even that yeah. you know it's still it's still away from home Plus away from perspective for a while like yeah away from like that bubble that's and it's many like, people living i see in a rise it's not what we've been like oh this this is because that was me like i literally i still love home but i was consumed by that bubble like yeah it meant so much to me and like everyone's opinions meant so much to me and I felt very much in that bubble and it wasn't until I left and I was like you don't realize how much you're in it mm. do you feel like whenever so say whenever we like do go home sometimes that you get sucked back into that bubble if you're there for too long uh I think I did at Christmas time because I was out and drinking but I haven't been out of home since I yeah. I've been home I've just I think since I've left as well another thing I've noticed is I've really like not appreciated my family more but like whenever I go home that's where I want to stay in my family mm. and like spend as much time as I can with them because obviously like two younger sisters like my granny and granda like my mum everything like and then like my close friends yeah like that's who I care about seeing I don't really care about going out and like seeing the same people in the pub that you would yeah, just two years ago yeah like obviously if I'm home for a longer time if I'm only home for like five days or like four days I'm not gonna go out and get drunk no because that so maybe not as much now but definitely at Christmas I was like straight back Drunk that. Waking up here. with the fear. Waking up with the fucking fear. <laughs> That's just normal. Like there's no harm in it. Like, but I don't think it's good to get away. Yeah. What about you? Um, I mean, I think I just always never really give a shit. 
yeah. about what people thought about me. But yeah, I feel like you're the same everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think this, like, I take the same perspective as you. You know, like whenever you go home, you want to spend as much time with your family and yeah. friends and stuff. Because realistically, yes, it like over here is like an hour away on a plane. Yeah, but it's like it's still you're so far away I mean like the last time I was home was for mummy's wedding and that was in May August that was three months ago Mm -hmm. but it only feels like yesterday yeah yeah time here was extremely fast as well yeah it is Um, but I think that's another thing you know like obviously moving away who's I talking about I think I might have been talking to Malaysia about it the other day that because only have one grandparent left which is granda that the fact now that I'm moving nine hours away or eight hours away is ha- I think it's having a more of an emotional yeah. impact on me than anything because Aww. I know there's very few years left but yeah. at the same time you know you can't I think putting the word selfish out there is something that you have to do mm-hmm. you know like and I know that he'd sit there and he'd just be like if you're gonna stay here for me he goes I'd have to slap you and go on yeah you know he, he wouldn't stop anybody from going but yeah. I think that's that's probably another thing that would keep a lot of people at home. To be fair, like leaving my gra- like obviously leaving mummy and like Jared and like the girls was sad and like my aunties and stuff, but they all I don't know, they all like, have each other and not my grandma mm. and don't have anyone, but leaving them was like the part I dreaded the most. Like yeah. really like because me and my granny are like this, like and my grand like we're so close and I think I was the one that like out of the grandchildren whatever, I was there every day. Like yeah. seeing them probably same with you and your granda. So like I found that hard as well and I'd say that would keep family does probably keep people from going because like it is sad and especially whenever you have grandparents or you have like younger siblings or younger cousins and like you're missing like their prime years as well yeah um but again i always just think like my uncle's in australia and i'm like if he can do it not like you know there you that's go. like the other side of the world same with katie Quinn, she moved like a week before me to australia and i was like if she can go to australia and probably won't be home for two years i can go to London. To London, like it's an hour away. But yeah, yeah. Dubai, that's gonna be a bit of a longer stretch. A big jump. Mm. What's the time difference? 23 hours ahead. Hi. So um, I'll be ringing you. Are you up? Yes. Are you going to the gym? <laughs> Did you get up somewhere to go to the gym? Oh, uh, yeah. What advice would you have people listening about making friends whenever you move away? oh right okay I feel like you're a pro with this I mean I just have to get stuck in now this is based on solely my ma yeah. and my dad the way that I was raised <laughs> now to be fair my two younger brothers now Michal the middle child he would have always got to Connor the youngest to go and like order his food and I know we laugh about this because you probably would have done the same yeah that was me and like yeah. to be fair I, I did do that at a stage but then I got out of it because because I'm the oldest. Uh-huh. I didn't know anybody should for me. <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> you know what I used to do? Sorry to interrupt. I used to get my wee sister. So say I was like 18, 19. She would have been like six. If I wanted to go to the shop, I would get her to come with me and go to the shop with me. Like, just in case you saw something like, no, I'm just with my sister yeah. right here by myself. In case I would say someone, I'd be like, please, 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 come with me. I'll buy you something to the shop. <laughs> like, her like six or seven. Like, what the fuck she can do? But, uh, just to take the edge off. Oh, it's weird true. that, isn't it? But, so um, but yeah, no. <laughs> my brother, or what was I even talking about there? Here, my brother. 
I said, I can't you said remember. you used to be like that and then you got because you're the oldest you couldn't oh yeah yeah just had to get um, stuck in I suppose um, with the whole Irish dancing um, you're literally getting up on stage and like dancing in front of loads and loads of pe- people like thousands of people mm-hmm. so it's sort of the confidence was there even though like I just shot myself 24-7 <laughs> like the nerves were there but even in secondary school you know it still felt a wee bit um I it might have been a nervous thing that I just talked mm. like I mightn't have came across that I was nervous but I think that was maybe my form of coping that I just talked to everybody but like I looked like I was confident yeah, and then just end up making friends yeah but um yeah I know when I moved over here I only knew the three the two girls mm-hmm. um Shane and Melissa and then whenever I started in uni um, again I just had to throw myself into it because I didn't know anybody I didn't know the area um, the ones that I lived with in South um, there was like six of us in the house yeah. um, again just like I think you just have to be yourself around people mm-hmm. and if they don't like you they don't like you um, Yeah, that's just a simple yeah. simple fact of it like I, I'm not going to sit there and force somebody to like me or tell me that what you did you know like it's a bit weird mm-hmm. fuck off yeah if it's weird to you go on ahead yeah. you're probably weird you know yeah, that kind of way yeah exactly by the way if anybody came into our house they would think that we're all psychos <laughs> i always think that people come in and they actually be like i love this vibe but like, our vibe yeah like anyone, oh i can imagine anyone we brought in so like you can feel the energy whenever you come in here even though we're absolutely creeps yeah we're, we're just nutters yeah but like it's a i think you can tell that we all have a good intentions the vibrations are high this is the thing see london and i do find this like even whenever sometimes i get off the train i be drained Hmm. and i just think that's purely because of like other people's energies like even going into work in the morning like i stick my headphones in and i listen to music and about (laughs) the music yeah you can i there's one there there was somebody i was listening down the train beside me and it was like proper dark and depressing music going into work and I was like, he doesn't realise that like he's setting himself up for like a depressing day. Yeah. Maybe you're in a depressing mood this morning. Yeah. But you're gonna take that with you the whole day. Yeah. Here's me sitting. I know I'm listening to like proper rave music, but I'm like, it's, it's yeah. going into deep yeah, veins. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Yeah, no, I think I'm so conscious now of the music I listen to because. See the words like yeah. nowadays that they be saying. Yeah, but you can be singing it. Yeah. But now that we know that like. Because you're subconscious and like everything that we actually, say. Yeah, internalizing. Yeah, it's so true. Like, I, yeah. I, I, it's so nice. I love like belting out a good sad song, but like only if I'm in a good vibe. If I'm in a mm. bad vibe, I'm not going to be putting on that music. Whereas I used to, I would literally sit here and listen like, what do you call it song "Bad Day" by Daniel. Because yeah, bad day. Yeah. So I'm sitting here in the pits listening Red to that song. Off, well, you're always gonna have a fucking bad day. Now you're listening to a song called Bad Day. Like, no, literally. Now I'm so conscious. Like, say if I'm going to the gym, like I'll have fuck, what do you call her on Doja? Like, mm. like everyone, like hyping myself up because it does go into your subconscious, even if you don't realize it. Like it does. So I think that's so sure something stuck in my nose right. Um, do you think? Do you find it like? Because Jobs said the vibes in our house are quite high, but obviously that's like not reality 24 7 so do you find because we're so close that you have to protect your energy sometimes from other people's energy um yeah i mean i would say that is a massive thing but but in the, in this house anyway it, it, it is a thing yeah, yeah because we all bounce off each other yeah 
and if if one person's sad then everyone feels it. everybody can feel it yeah but what we want to do that you know like obviously is down to us i suppose we take turns each week that's really good so funny we do take turns no no to be fair i I sort of sent me cried yesterday in the kitchen you just sat there and (laughs) and i was like do you know what there's no point there's no point so we'll just keep singing but yeah i know i do find that even going into into work yeah Yeah. sometimes you do need to protect your aura and your vibe um and things like that but once you know how to do it you know like yeah you're straight to the bait. Yeah. Now, my ma would definitely say that, like, she protects her aura when I come into the house because I take all the negative energy with me from London. <laughs> and she'd be zen in the bedroom and all this here, but... um, I do feel like yeah. this house is, like... Obviously, we're in London. It's, like, a big, scary... I'm not going to reaffirm that, but, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, a big, mad, crazy, busy place. So I feel like this house is, like... This has a big like bubble around it. it. I honestly, I feel like that. <laughs> like, like whenever we go into, our, into the house, I just feel like we're not even in it London. Feel like London, yeah. And then you walk out in the street, and you're like, oh, there's crackhead. Yeah. There's, <laughs> someone, there's another ambulance. There's another face car racing down the street. But yeah, I feel like in here, just like sitting here now, feels like I don't know. This is the type of bubble I prefer to be in. Yeah. This is our nice bubble. Yeah. This is our, yeah. This makes me in a nice bubble. Um, it's a bubble though that you can. It's a safe space. I think. Yeah. I think that's why. I enjoy it so much. Yeah. We probably enjoy each other's. I feel like also crack. you're like the first person to leave. There's always going to be a stage where it's going to be more and more people leaving or whatever yeah. the crack is, and I feel like this will be like core memories looking back. And I think that as I was talking to Katie Quinn today, she's an Australian. She was like, um, so I was saying, but oh, I have a vision board and I manifest, and she was like, unreal. She was like, I'm actually at a stage. Hopefully, she'll make me sitting. That's all to ask her. <laughs> she was like, I'm at a stage where like, I'm content. For, like, I'm not even like she doesn't even not just have any goals for the future, but like she's just enjoying the present moment she was like I this is something that I manifest like I'm living this dream this life that I manifested and she was like I'm just like now living it living it and I was like I actually sometimes need to remember to do that because what I'm doing now is what I dreamed last year I think you can get like caught up in okay I have this now and I want something new and I want this and I want this and it's like just remembering to be in the present and like this conversation right now is probably something we're gonna look back on and be like oh like that was so nice but in the moment it's just like like you're probably thinking of something like oh what I have to do after this I'm probably thinking the same but like just yeah like enjoying it I think because yeah I think this will be like a core mem like this year it'll be like a core memory like this year will be very significant like for the rest of our lives oh it actually will and like it's made like that's the thing it's made part of bloody my journey in London I think that's why it's making it, it is making it so hard not hard like hard for me to leave but it's like you know, I'm leaving behind a lot, but the memories that I'm leaving behind are so significant that I'm yeah. not for, gonna forget them. Yeah. I totally agree with what Katie was saying. You know, like I think that's why I'm nearly putting myself into panic mode mm-hmm. or like worry mode because I've no other, I haven't I've no other further goals at the minute yeah. because seeing my goal from this time last year and now I'm just going back to last year. Like I remember sitting and um talking to I'm so say Connor. Yeah. sitting talking to Connor um, when we first met you know like last year that like my aim was to go to Dubai and obviously now that it's happening it's like shit yeah it's like real it's it's real and it's, I think it's it's not only affecting me it is affecting other people mm-hmm. Um, but I mean that's just it's the way the cookie crumbles and it's, you just have to get on with it. Erin is in a bit of Ross and Rachel situation <laughs> she might have 
Someone running after at the airport. <laughs> Who this kiss will be through, eh? By the time this is out, she'll be gone, so I'll let you know. <laughs> we'll do an update, we'll see how that goes. If anyone ran after the airport, <laughs> it could be me, who knows? Security. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, um, I think that's nice. So, like, you're obviously going to, like, I think whenever you get there, like, just enjoy it and, like, my husband will say fucking like in those sentences. Yeah, just enjoy it and not feel that you have to have something like what's the next thing I think just enjoy yeah why because you have me talking about it for so long like it's something that we all know you're really passionate about which is why we would never like I think it's nice that no one would ever hold you back from going even though it's going to be sad yeah I think that's the thing too when you've somebody's just being like or everybody that you're speaking to is like like go for it and do it you're just like oh shit right okay you know like yeah. I really want somebody to be like but don't I don't do I don't want them to say that you know but I just yeah. you know um, I don't yeah, know. it's like a, it's like sort of looking for. It's like bittersweet. It's like yeah, you're if you want everyone to support you, but you're also like, oh, maybe if one person told me not to. Yeah, like, change my mind. Yeah, but no, no one. If anyone changes your mind, no. You definitely have me a slap. You'd be like, push me on that plane. Yeah. You are getting on it. Yeah. Even if you just went for like a month, like just even try it. Like, I know you're gonna be there. You're gonna be there longer than I can just tell. But like, I just think you just need to do it. I think that's the thing because I know I'm gonna love it. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, like, okay, oh it's exciting. It's it's nerve wracking to be quite honest. Mm. I don't even think it's the whole starting over again. I really don't know what it is. It's just like it's just so new. Like, yeah. But I'm fine. Yeah. I have no doubt. I think if anyone had any doubts that you couldn't handle it, we'd tell you. We'd be like, oh, maybe something wrong with us. I think we would. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I think we would definitely be telling you a bit like, oh, are you sure? Like, you know, everyone's wearing that. Like, yes, like fucking do it, you know. Because as I said, like, I think you're the first to go, but I think there'll be we're all gonna have to do it at some stage. Like, yeah, eventually. Here together, you know. But oh yes, we've definitely made that pact that um, name's my name's thirty. So what's that? Three years time. Three years. Out in Liam's age. <laughs> Sorry, Liam. <laughs> oh my god, what age will I be in three years? Twenty six. You'll be. I'm twenty five at the end of this year, so. Twenty eight. <laughs> God. Yeah, no, we made a pact that we're gonna reconnect. Us gals in the house, me, Sarah, Trez, Katie and Liam will be where'd we say we're gonna go? I don't think you chose. Somewhere exotic. Somewhere exotic and hot. Yeah. We'll all be there. Oh my god, like just imagine what's gonna Like what's gonna happen what? in the space of three years? About what age I three years were twenty? Oh, it was a dose. I'm trying to think back to like three years ago. What do you think you've learned the most from living <laughs> from living in London? Um I think I've learned to become more independent. Obviously whenever you're living with your your man and your dad or your ma or your dad <laughs> <laughs> You find that they they do a lot of things for you. I mean Anytime I come home, I know I get VIP treatment, get the dinner made, <laughs> get the clothes washed. Um, but no, as soon as you come and you live on your own, you have to do all that by yourself. But I think it's I like having the freedom. Yeah. Of I agree. Um, just going about your business, and obviously it's nice. I when they're asking like, where are you at and what are you doing, but <laughs> it's seriously <laughs> too much. Do you know what I think it's funny? See, whenever I'm over here, like, I will not, like, I'll hear from mummy, like, 
the odd time yeah like once a day maybe we'll like have a quick call that's it see whenever i'm at home it's like every other minute she will ring me like i when last time i came home she was ringing me while i was on the plane where are you i was like the plane. i had six minutes calls i was like you literally knew i was in there like what? why were you ringing me six times get the pilot's driving a bit faster <laughs> <laughs> and then like if i'm out even for like a drive or i'm away for food with my friends she's ringing me like where are you and i'm like you don't ask whenever i don't live Honestly, here <laughs> i wonder if they think they like or do they realize that they do that my mom is the same i feel like whenever i'm not there she kind of like it's like right i'm not thinking about what she's doing but whenever i'm i'm at home it's in her face that like i might be out somewhere so like yeah she she knows i'm out somewhere not that i even be doing anything i'm not sure i first i'm like here or something it's like where are you what time do you be home why are you out again tonight? And I'm like, oh my god. I think that's mad. I know. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> but let's try to know that. I feel like I'd say probably all parents do that. Yeah. It's probably the same with me. Like, if mummy was here, I'd be on her more like, where are you? Or what are you doing? Part if she's at home. I write enough. I wonder why it is. Probably because they feel like you're under their care. Yeah, more responsibility. Maybe like they have yeah. to worry. Or it's like, if you're... It's like, honestly, I don't mind, I don't have to worry too much because yeah, I, I don't it. know what she's doing, so mm-hmm. I don't have to. I'm not like, I'm way for listening, I don't be doing anything other than sitting here crying yeah, with everyone in the house. Wild bold, wild bold. Yeah. <laughs> Never. I'm not sure granny. Granny, yeah, you are granny, and I'm trying to get you out of the house for warm. <laughs> Listen, I'm just in my chill era for a while, like, I've done enough partying. I think I need to take a leaf out of your book and go but, into like, chill era. But, like, I've done the whole, like, uni, like, I was in Belfast for three years. I yeah. need I need a break. <laughs> I think that's what I didn't do. I didn't have yeah. hair. There's another hair down. You're letting the hair down now. Go for it. I'm too much. I feel like it's falling out this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, stop. <laughs> <laughs> so what? That's the thing you've learnt. And I'm not even going to say any regrets because we don't live with regrets. Is there anything you would change if you were going to go back? Or would you do everything the same? Um just from moving to london or yeah just like since you moved <clears throat> i think that's kind of silly questions we actually don't live with regrets so. no, i mean like i think we like we've always said that we never have any regrets like mm-hmm. yes silly mistakes yeah i've done a lot of them recently but no regrets yeah i mean i think everything everything happens for a reason you know you're meant to be things i i know i just think that there's no point living in regret you know like you can always learn from something Mm -hmm. so like say I mean like in teaching you have to be very reflective so it comes in line I suppose good with yeah true the normal your normal life and ongoing you know like you be reflective on things you know that might have went well or could go better like next time so obviously you know like the relationships and shit like that there um, like accountability nearly yeah yeah I think there's a difference in being living in regret and being regretful like you can regret something like maybe shouldn't have done that or kind of regret that but that's being regretful and then living in regret is like sitting and dwelling on it for like days and like weeks and we're like oh my god I can't believe I've done that like yeah it's not going to change anything like you know it's happened it's happened you've learned from it you learn from everything and you just learn how to deal with something better next time it comes up I think like I could sit here because I Rebecca so we have a new girl that's moved in and she asked me the other day like what advice would you give me or like any cautions or anything like, just advice from move from moving here and I just said I was like to be honest like, I don't want to tell you anything because yeah, if right I now. knew everything 
that I know not that anything severely bad has happened here but just like if I knew about like money might be a bit tight for a while and like you might learn things about yourself that you didn't know and it might be uncomfortable if I had known all of that before it probably would have like made me less excited not less excited but I came here so naive and so excited and just loved everything and was so buzzing and I think that's such a nice way to come here I think you have to be like that because obviously everybody has a different experience exactly there's so many people that can move somewhere and be like oh I love it or I hate it yeah so like yeah you make of it what you will Mm -hmm. and not everyone's gonna be for everyone no yeah exactly that's so true there's ones there like that went to Australia and then came back three months later and said they didn't like it yeah and then there's ones there for life yeah I mean like it's not the same for everybody and I think that's when when you find something that you know makes you happy then that's I think that's really the end of it yeah and I wouldn't let one like say if I wouldn't let one experience in one country put you off going anywhere else I think if you say you moved to London and you hated it I wouldn't let that make you think oh, I need to go home now like maybe yeah. go try somewhere else like not everyone's gonna be for every not everywhere's gonna be for everyone like people like different things not everyone likes the fast-paced life not everyone likes the slow-paced life like yeah so I think to give a set of like yeah do this whenever you move over to London like it's just like no like do you yeah everyone's you different pointers, like, I mean, yeah you can give some advice but yeah well, I just said not to give advice you can give like tips of like fucking don't wear headphones whenever you're walking in straight at night time like logical things were like um see i was so naive whenever i first came over here like, <laughs> i was the opposite no no <laughs> i i lived in south london sarah is afraid to go anywhere near south london she's got this in her he- head that like Listen. if you go there you're gonna come back and you're gonna die or you're not even come back it's because i watched top Boy. i literally watched top Boy. i bought see before i moved here i literally was obsessed with true crime murder everything and i literally put the <laughs> fear of god into myself but now i'm kind of over it now like i probably no i don't even know if i would go to south you did well no you made the trip down to my I did, house but that one time i made sure i didn't leave too late <laughs> i still had to be bright outside yeah to be fair no that is that is fair i mean like there is there is areas that like you're gonna get rough but it's like anywhere uh, yeah there's shit happens in alien as well like shit happens everywhere shit happens on the road in Galway yeah true true shit happens everywhere I don't know I'm just quite cautious of South I don't know why it's so funny see anyhow I tell someone that they're like what do you mean you're scared of South (laughs) it generally Uh, is top way though like that's what scared me from what I need to actually get over myself and go I've been literally in Hackney it's like based in Iceland and not even South I have been but just only twice and I always have someone there but listen I'm not as scared to walk after nine o'clock <laughs> on myself anymore so we're making small steps but yeah. yeah that's but I'm like that at home as well I wouldn't walk around cook some by myself either so it's not really know. like it's just here I think that's the only thing really that would throw anybody off but like no, I haven't seen anything scary happen here where you've seen boys come up with a story. Not even scary, just weird. You always come up with some you story. Know what though? I'm so, I think it's because I manifest it, honestly. <laughs> like, when my mom says, she goes, You watch too many of these things about serial killers. So, like, <laughs> when you say something's going to happen to you, and I'm like, Oh my god. This like, is a story. Yeah. I have not seen anything, like, nothing exciting happened in London since I was here. Erin Rose moves in, and we went to shopping, just literally shopping one day, which I've done loads of times before. First of all, on the way back, the train, <laughs> the train stopped literally just in the middle of the tunnel. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to cry. 
And then we got it's back. Black bear in mind, and it was awful warm. <laughs> got back to the station that I literally been at loads of times. Nothing's ever happened. And Aaron Rose picked up on something dodgy that was going on. <laughs> I was like, I can't even notice. Next one, we're walking up the stairs. <laughs> And I just see all these people running. I was like, <laughs> and like these place undercover placemen just jumping these boys. Like all this shit was going down. I was actually waiting to hear gunshots. And yeah, we were just kind of standing there. I was like, this has never happened. So Aaron knows clearly is the person that attracts these wonderful things that happen. <laughs> all these big I mean, stories. Just, it was yeah. I mean, that was just a random like. Like it was a weekday. Thursday. Yeah. Like, we were just off. It must have been during midterm or something. Yeah. And we were just like. It's not great, you know, we're just walking down here to get some toilet roll and them poor lads are way off the jail cell. Yeah, you just literally <laughs> walk past, stare for a while and then it's like it never happened. Yeah, no it is, it does seem odd though. Oh, it is. You just get so accustomed to it though, like you just like nothing really like, you just say it all the time. Do you think from moving over here you've had to change like your persona but like you can't act like a timid person that you have to have this sort of front? Yes. If so, see now, whenever I first moved here if a man was staring at me, right, I'd be like giddy not even giddy just like awkward because mm. I wasn't gonna see now if someone stares me I literally will have a rest in bed face and I'll be like stare what I think that's a big thing over here men move mad mm. they don't care they stare at you no matter what you're wearing like <laughs> it's actually so funny I was walking to the post office the other day it was roasting I was in a pair of nail shorts on a top I wasn't even like showing like my legs were out yeah whatever had my headphones in and I was just walking and I literally, th- I had music blasting, like there was like a red light, heard these men literally roaring at me, like I was on the street. No, they were in a van, like roaring at me. God. And like by the time I had my headphones off, they drove off, but like that's how loud they were screaming out this. And I was like, literally because I have a pair of shorts on. Like. Well, take it as a compliment. Aye. Cheers, lads. You're definitely like tough. Me? Yeah. Yeah, and then I cry behind closed doors. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know. I think um, I do feel like though I've rubbed off on you big time from moving in here. Yeah, fact. Uh, you think you have to have that persona though. You really do. But then when we go back, when you go back home, I don't know. I feel like sometimes it's just it's weird. The last time I went home, I literally was like getting anxiety going into a shop. Yeah, I don't know why. I think whenever you're away from home, you're so far removed from people's opinions I'm not I'm not even saying people have opinions of anything like of what we do like I'm not saying that but obviously in your own head you think that but whenever you move away you're so far removed from it you don't have to think about it and then you come home and it all hits you at once and you're like oh god like do they think I'm like this for doing this and this 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 this, and it's like like, they probably do yeah because (laughs) I mean like (laughs) really put it bluntly they probably do the basic saying is whenever I go home I do still get like a bit like anxious like oh god blah, blah blah but I think that's just I think if I was at home long enough that would go away it's just like yeah. the initial going back you're like ooh oh what do they actually think about me do you know what yeah. this though is because when you come back here nobody knows you I love that I love not I, being known I, I personally love that the fact that nobody knows your business over here yeah you know like no one knows any and we don't know anything about anyone and it's so peaceful you never actually see the same person twice in the train no and this is the thing as well we were saying see if you're like dating someone over here say I'm seeing someone right for like however long it's not like at home where you're going to bump into each other on a night out you literally will probably never ever see that person again or you don't know like who they've been with before or what yeah you don't know that's this is where it's tricky because they could literally be having like six wives and you don't even know yeah I mean yeah but anyway we're not going to project that out there but yeah it's just like you don't if you don't want to see someone again over here you generally probably won't ever have to it's such a big place it's so big it's like it's great I think if 
I think if I did bump into someone again that I knew, I kind of like, oh, this is interesting because it's so rare that it happens. Oh my gosh, you're mind the time of Primrose. Don't go Trez in that boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, Trez. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, See, that there part's small, but then again, I think like the reason why you meet somebody in such a big area that you've, you haven't seen in ages is the universe working its magic. Yeah, I think it's a reason. Like, there's a reason why people are there and... Uh, yeah, I do. Th- I think like that there a lot. If I bumped into someone I was seeing just out in the street, I'd be like, "Yeah, we're getting married because this this is so random." Yeah, <laughs> it was meant to be. <laughs> I know what pub you're going to, but you know, yeah, this is just so random. I just stalked all your stories, but I just happened to be here as well. Yeah. No, I don't have the effort for that. But yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a blast. It's been a, a roller coaster of a yeah. It has mad end of an era new chapter opening no but look who knows where we'll be in the next listen we can be back in six months in the same year place. or two years jesus well definitely three years for Liam. oh my god you know what we should do we should do a three-year recap yes all five of us this would be nice to listen back to and like that's why i think it's nice having a podcast because even whenever we're old it's always gonna yeah. be there but yeah, I think, oh my god, hopefully in three years time I'll have my own studio and we can all sit around and get drunk and have a microphone each other instead of me holding this in between us. Someone will be engaged, another could Someone be will be pregnant. pregnant. I like your nails, everyone's got her nails and toes on the Thanks, yeah, my toenail fell off um, <laughs> last week when I was on a residential with someone. So attractive. Yeah, so end of an hour, Rosie. What's your favourite name to go by? Rosie, Erin, Roseline, or Erin Rose? Personally, I think the Rosie. Even though I have a cousin called Rosie. You like Rosie? It works. It works well. I think I like Rosaline best. Rosaline? Yeah. Somebody else calls me Rosie. Rosaline. There's many names <laughs> in this house. No, I think Rosaline. I was going to call you. This is going to be called Chats of Rosaline. Hi. Although Rosaline sounds like a bit of a granny name. Well, that could be my granny name. Oh my God. You're going to be Granny Rosaline. Granny Rosaline. Oh my God. I can see it. I can see it. Me running about the house with a fucking wooden spoon. <laughs> Get me upstairs. <laughs> So guys, next time you hear our nose on here, I don't know when it's gonna be, but do you know what we could do? You know, see the next time. Virtual. Well, well, we'll do a virtual one. Whenever you're settled, no. Aye, and yeah. the big smoke. Mm-hmm. Might find an Arab man. Who knows? You might. I might. You might have your own office in Emirates somewhere. Me? Yeah. I might. <laughs> I might just buy one. <laughs> <laughs> Just because. Yeah, my, just because. My podcast studio in Emirates flying over. Yeah, why? Every so not? often to record. Yeah. Manifest game on. Yeah, definitely would. Oh, no, it's been an absolute pleasure to live with you, love. Aww. Yeah, there'll be plenty of tears now on Monday night. Yeah, I'm not. Like, that's what I said to Trez. I don't cry until the moment. So I'm acting big man now. I've been like, yeah, it's fine. See Monday. You cried, to be fair, you cried before. I cried whenever you first told out. me. Yeah, I cried whenever you told me. I was upstairs with Katie and I was like, it's just so sad. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, the night when we gave you the stuff, the presents. Yeah. I cried like a lot before you came in because the infant is like, what's wrong? And I was like, eh. <laughs> She's leaving. But right now I'm okay. I think I'm kind of avoiding my emotions for a minute because I've had a really good week. So I'm like. I feel yeah, There's no point. Sure, like. I'll let it all out on Monday. And Tuesday. Do you know what though? I really don't think there's much point in. I don't. I don't think there's sad tears. I think it's just yeah. Like, it's just like an end of a chapter kind of thing. It's not goodbye. It's I'll see you later. That's my grand always says. It's not a goodbye. It's just see you later. I think that's even more sad. I know. Said, I know. Uh, it is. It's a bit emotional, but 
No. Listen. Maybe we'll actually put the us saying goodbye on Monday night into the end of this. Oh my god, we could. It's not out to Wednesday. 29B will always hold a special yeah. place in my heart. Yeah. 29. Love it. That's my lucky number. There you go. 29. Imagine your new place in Dubai with number 29. Oh, who knows? Imagine. That'd be so cool. That'd be so freaking cool. The so awesome. Okay, well, we'll add in our goodbyes on Monday night. So for now, see you soon. Rosaline, it's been a pleasure. Good luck. I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.